0: What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And I'm here with another edition of Overthinking MTG. So uh, let's go to the Gatherer. Let's go ahead and scroll on down to the random card button. Everybody's favorite button. And uh, to remind you guys, on this show, it's available as a podcast. also uh, available on YouTube with the benefit of video. So you can see my lovely face. And uh, I also stream, actually, over at Twitch.tv/slash. hamox 42. That's the way all URLs are structured. It's late. I'm getting a little tongue-tied. I apologize. Um, but not so not as much for being tongue-tied as I apologize for not editing this before sending it live. But I'm recording these every freaking night, so yeah. All right, anyway, we're going to go to Gatherer every night here at Overthinking MTG. I hop out on to Gatherer, click on a random card... And I promise that I'm going to talk about that card and anything that comes to mind for 10 minutes. Now, that can be related to the artwork. It can be related to the flavor text. It could be related to playability. could be some humorous anecdote. The monster on the picture could remind me of a guy I went to elementary school with. I don't know. I'm just... Whatever comes to mind. I'm going to talk about it. So here we go. I'm going to click the random card. View card. It's loading. It's loading. Oh. Oh, I'm happy. This this is a good one. All right. It's not actually a good one. This card's kind of meh, but it has some fun implications. All right. So the card that we are looking at today is Man O' War. Now, that punctuation alone I could probably spend about two, three minutes on. Now, this is a 2-2 creature jellyfish that is two, two generic and a blue for 2-2. And then when Man O' War comes into play... Oh, no. Okay. I'm reading it. I'm reading the text... Well, let me start with the oracle text. This is the modern day text where if, that dictates the rules if you wanted to play this card today. When Man War enters the battlefield, return target creature to its owner's hand. So just good old fashioned, you know, that, that's an effect that we see a lot in blue today. Uh, but here's how it reads. Um, so the version that came up when I hit random was the original Portal and this was actually an uncommon from Portal, which, if you don't know Portal, it was a it was an older set. If I'm not mistaken, it was it was originally designed as like a set for newer players, or at least that's what I heard once. And based on some of the things I've seen, it kind of makes sense that that was the thought, because generally speaking, there's a lot of stuff from that set that's just a little too expensive, um, you, you know, or kind of a little awkward or very um, just straight over the middle, like examples of how a card should work anyway but this particular one has an interesting you know etb trigger as we know them today so on the original text from portal which when Mana war comes into play from your hand return any one creature to its owner's hand so actually as far as older text goes that's not too bad but there there's actually a reminder text on here as well if you're the only one with creatures return one of them to your hand and so they felt the need to point out this isn't a may you have to do this so that's kind of cool so if mana war is the only creature on the field you have to bounce it back up to your hand and that's just whenever it comes into play. So I I know that this is the kind of effect that you can enable some combos around. I've seen some you know some stuff out there with um, enter the battlefield triggers and being able to loop them continuously if you have a lot of mana available. So mana war is one of those where it's actually pretty decent. And the other thing that I love about it, or at least as far as the standards of this show go, um, you know when you're clicking random card on gatherer, you never know what you're going to get. So this one, it, it, it's interesting. It's fun. The other thing that I really like about it is the artwork and just the flavor of it. So the artwork for this particular version, and it's been reprinted to death. It, there are a ton of different versions of Manowar out there because it has a lot of fun, unique uh, little synergies and use cases in various formats. But this particular artwork is showing a jellyfish that just like the just like the man of war jellyfish that we have, you know, live in our world today, it's this big old jellyfish floating at the top of the water. And uh, I apologize for the video cutting out for those of you watching the video. Anyway, so it's a jellyfish floating on top of the water, and its incredibly long tentacles are reaching down into the water and like choking out a great white shark which is clearly having a really bad day and there's just something satisfying about seeing a creature that we think of as a nuisance you know being jellyfishes they sting they're kind of scary but they're not they, they're not going to hurt you generally speaking and um i need to update my uh i need to fix my uh screensaver i apologize about that so anyway um it's just this incredibly vicious image and it almost looks like the shark is screaming its mouth is wide open in a what looks like a very human kind of grimace almost it's kind of yeah it's kind of scary but anyway so we think of jellyfish as being this like kind of scary nuisance and i understand in large numbers they can do a lot of damage and they can be fatal in like the in you know fringe instances um or maybe they're not so fringe instances i guess i don't know um but at the same time being from michigan i don't really have a lot of experience with jellyfish and i know the ones that you get if you're just kind of paddling around in the surf you might get one lashed onto your arm and it's gonna hurt really badly and you're gonna have a nasty sting for a while i get i know that's a thing anyway but manowar Completely different, and just the idea of it choking out a great white shark is really intimidating. Now, flavorfully, what does choking out a great white shark have to do with returning a creature to its owner's hand? I I I don't know. It really doesn't do anything. That said, there was a card called Giant Shark, which was around the same time as Portal. I don't know if it was in Portal or if it was in, I think it was printed in Fallen Empires. Anyway, it's just called Giant Shark. You can look it up, and it's just a shark. Like, it's just a shark-ass shark. It's like a 5-5 five, five for 6 with, you know, uh, I think, I don't remember if it has island walk or what. It's just, it's just a shark. It, like, it's just, it's a big blue creature, and the image is just a shark. And so I think that this could be a subtle way of saying, yeah, this jellyfish can remove that shark from, you know, from the the battlefield. You know, you can take care of that. I don't know. I might be overthinking things, but, well, that's on brand. Yeah, so in general, I think war is pretty cool. Also, I personally have a soft spot for really old blue creatures. I don't know what it is about them, but there is just something that just makes my heart sing when I see them. And I don't know why. We that like Spawn of the Deep is basically just a giant crayfish. And that thing is awesome. It's like it's not awesome. The card sucks, but it's just fun because it's a really big ass crayfish and then uh, you have leviathan which is a classic and leviathan is another one of those creatures when you first look at the artwork you think holy cow because it's this gigantic like flying spirit whale thing like it's not really clear exactly if it's physical or if it's anyway it's, it's a diff it's a tricky image and then it looks like it's about to eat a building which is pretty darn cool when you first see it and then when you look back the the um it looks like the moon is kind of obscured in a way that's either by clouds or by the surface of water. So it kind of makes you wonder is this creature flying or is it underwater? The card doesn't have flying, so presumably it's underwater, but then what the hell is a building doing underwater? It doesn't really make sense, but at the end of the day the sense of scale is there and it's this really big creature and that's cool. And I believe it's a 10 10, which was like unprecedented at the time. So there's kind of this there's this motif in the past of control finishers just being huge blue creatures and some of them have evasion like some of them have island walk primarily is the one that you know the flavorful way of getting through a line and then there were other cards that actually turned basic lands into islands so that was kind of a a quick and easy way to make all your stuff unblockable so uh, you know that was kind of the idea in the past I'm really glad that we've kind of moved past that and our control finishers are a little more sophisticated now um that said as i'm recording this dream trawler is going crazy and standard and i don't love it but at the same time it's better than just a giant crayfish or giant whale um it's better than just saying hey polar kraken i guess i'm going to sacrifice all my lands but i'm swinging with an 11 11 yeah, that's, that, that you're not gonna win games doing that. Um, yeah, now now or actually even back then, like I understand they, it was very powerful for the time just because of sheer size. But I don't know, man. It's when something like terror can completely eliminate it from the game or dark banishing. It's it. I know it's kind of a cliche meme at this point to say, ah, that card's not great. It dies to removal. Most cards die to removal. It's called removal. It removes cards. So, to say that, oh, it dies to removal, therefore it's not any good, is kind of lame and super dumb. And it doesn't... It's not fair, because otherwise Bogles would be the only thing anyone would play, because that little bastard does, never dies to removal. Oh, that and Carnage Tyrant. I know there's some other ones. I'm Geist of St. Traft, I'm looking at you. You're on my hit list. You know what you did. Anyway. So, I, and you know what? I'm realizing I didn't even get to the punctuation. But blue creatures from the olden days just look like real sea creatures or like kind of traditional epic sea monsters. And there's something that I find really just heartwarming and fun about that. Now, the punctuation on this is just, it's tasty. It's great. So it's capital M A N hyphen, or is that an N dash? I can't tell. And yes, I know the difference between N dash and M dash, um, but it seems to vary depending on which font I'm looking at, whether I'm looking at the title or whether I'm looking at the the card name in the text box. Well, that's clearly a hyphen, so let's go hyphen. Yeah, English degrees, uh, kids at home, stay in school. (laughs) This is the kind of useful stuff you can do with your English degree. Anyway, capital N-A-N, man, okay, hyphen, lowercase o, an apostrophe for some reason, then another hyphen, capital W-A-R. So, this has me kind of, kind of just scratching my head, which I actually just literally did. I don't know if that came through on mic, but it's happening. Well, for starters, just why is that apostrophe there? Like, I don't understand. That may be, there may be a very legitimate reason for it. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody in wizards R and D from this time period, like fought to keep that apostrophe there because it's true to the old English. Um, you know, that was the etymology for the expression man war that we use today. I don't know, but you know, or maybe there's a botanist who would s- scream about how that's a relevant portion of the name as, because it's abbreviated from some word that begins with, O. I don't know. But Right now, right here, looking at it, that looks super awkward. <laughs> and I just, it seems, it just seems clunky. You know, I don't know why it's not just hyphen O hyphen war. Um, I don't know. And now I'm, I'm going to have to Google jellyfish after this to see. Also, interestingly enough... The jellyfish subtype was actually added later. It was originally just a summon creature when it was first printed, because that was the way that creatures were done back in the day. Um, the other thing that I I want to do, just I always want to scroll down and look at the rulings because you can see some really interesting insight into how the card has been used in the past. And I haven't even I haven't read the ruling yet, but I'm just looking at it. There is a ruling on here from June fourteenth. 2019 as of this recording that is less than 1 year ago somebody was playing mana war less than a year ago okay it was a common that was reprinted in modern horizons okay so i guess that kind of makes sense but at the same time f- f- what anyway if there are no other creatures on the battlefield when mana war enters the battlefield its ability must target itself no way. Alright, whatever judge put that on there, Like, we're on the same page, buddy. I, I love that there's an official ruling on that. Just I didn't expect it. And just seeing a card from Portal have a ruling from 2019 is just fascinating. And that also seems fairly obvious because the card doesn't say Other Creature. But I don't know if they were playing an older printing, the... The text may, may have been in question. I don't know. Because that's one of the fun things. When you're going into a tournament, if you have an older version of a card that has been reprinted and is legal, you can play the older version. Which is why super old versions of Lightning Bolts, uh, Birds of Paradise, Soul Ring? Holy crap. If you have an Alpha Soul Ring, just mm, cash that sucker out. Because... Yeah, it's it's gravy, dude. That thing is uh, that thing is Apple stock in the early 2000s. Anyway, so Man of War, it's interesting. It's not bad. It's actually a playable card. It is a playable common that had originally been printed at uncommon back in Portal. It actually, looks like it was originally printed in Visions as a common. That's interesting. Anyway, so it's a card from the 90s, and it's still playable today. It's not great. It's a common, but, man, in draft, that's a hell of a swing. You know, your opponent drops something. On turn three, I can remove your threat from the board, and I have a 2-2. That ain't bad. It's a 2-2 for two and an unsummon all on one card. That's lovely. Not to mention the synergies and the combo potential that you have with being able to hit itself or hit other creatures on your board. I gotta say, all in all, top to bottom, this thing doesn't suck. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much. It has been, actually, you know what? I put in a little bit of overtime on this one. I'm feeling good about myself. So thanks so much for hanging out. It has been a load of fun. I am Graham, also known as HamHawks42. Check out my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash HamHawks42, where I actually actually stream my morning workouts from 5.30 to 6.30. So if you want to watch me struggle in arena ranked trying to play Gumpy Rogue decks and then do push-ups for everyone I lose, well, That's what we're doing, 5.30 to 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time if you are in the United States like myself. Uh, And if you are not in the United States and that is not an ungodly hour in the morning, uh, then please come on in and hang out. We have a lot of folks from all over and we have a great time on that channel. Just hanging out and having fun. And then watching a fat guy just kind of wheeze as he does squats and push-ups. Anyway, thanks so much, everybody. You're a blast. I love you. Have a good one. And I'll catch you next time. I'll be back here tomorrow.